0: Oh, boy, do we have one to talk about today. This thing's got more add-ons than a 2003 Honda Odyssey. We're talking about Fate of the Furious. hello everybody and welcome back to your new favorite show the more you nerd the only podcast dedicated to making me watch movies all summer in a franchise that i didn't think i was going to like but ended up kind of liking but maybe that ship is turning but i can't do it alone miles how are you my friend i'm drew by the way i don't (laughs) think i said that i'm drew (laughs) oh you okay buddy no no i'm not
1: Uh, I'm good. Um, I, I I may not be as fresh with this movie as as you are, because yeah, I watched this a couple weeks ago. Um, before we uh, recorded, um, but I'm I'm excited because one of the cool things about watching a fr- uh, watching going going through a franchise this long, this storied in terms of, of film franchises is getting to see like kind of every nook and cranny. Like as it's coming, you know, like when there's when there's like two years between movies, like it's different. But when you get to like really see like almost live, like what happened next and what they changed, what what change of directors does, what losing a cast member does, like all these all so many different factors play into like sequels so so often. And it's one of the reasons I want to do this franchise is because it's outside of a you know a a fantasy book series, it's really rare to have a franchise that goes on this long that doesn't star a mass killer yeah and i mean you you can argue you're james bond or something like that but they're they're very rare and especially for a franchise like this to to still be making movies is pretty insane
0: yeah and 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 you say things like james bond i mean james bond all of those tales are pretty cut and dry like you could watch and stand alone and stand for the alone. Most part. You could watch any of those movies and be mostly okay. I think some of the, yeah, the, Daniel, the Craig Daniel Craig ones stuff has more. an
1: overarching thing, especially in the latter movies, but I mean, you could still pretty much watch them and be fine. Um but I, but I think what's more interesting than seeing the highs in a franchise is is kind of looking at the lows in a franchise. And this this franchise does have some I think, you know, well uh, "quote unquote well-known" lows um, some of which i've really enjoyed and then some that have been more on the mediocre side that make things seem low especially if you've come off some some really high movies
0: and that is and that this is the most interesting thing about this film in the franchise so far is because we've watched some bad movies we watched too fast too furious
1: too fast for oh, y'all but see I love that movie. I mean it's I know. fun. I mean I know. but I've, so but. the caveat for me is I have had fun and including tonight's movie I've had fun with every single one of these movies. Even the ones I think are the worst of the franchise I still walked away having a good time.
0: Yeah, I just so again my my thing about this movie is when things make sense even if they're over the top, even if they are the zaniest thing you've ever seen, if they make sense I'm still into it. But there are things in this film that just don't make sense. Uh, but let's, there are. Let's, um, let's get uh, into it. Um, yeah,
1: because I'm a little bit more forgiving than you. Uh, this this one starts off and I appreciate that we kind of we start off clean. We don't do, you know, the last movie ended with our our Paul Walker tribute. So you don't start off that way, which I appreciate it. They didn't milk that. Right. Um, you have Letty and Dom. In Havana for their honeymoon and you get a very fun very goofy race sequence so
0: so silly and goofy because (laughs) again it's 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 silly and goofy in a way
1: that i like this this part of the movie i really liked
0: it was okay i i was not i was not against this the part that i thought was like i was i'm okay with it i don't hate it but it was just like really is when when uh uh Dom wins the race and the guy, went goes to give him his keys and it gives him and Dom's like, No, your specs all I need. And, and it's like, oh, yeah, yeah, I, I I'm, I a loved changed, that, I'm a I legit, changed
1: man. <laughs> I legit wasn't expecting that from Dom. And I I I loved that. I thought that was super, super fun. And then, you know, the whole the whole story is that his cousin owed some guy some money dom gets involved wins the race gives the guy his car back but then the cousin's like what am i gonna uh you know drive and dom of course gives him his car because you know dom's basically santa claus but he's also like multimillionaire. so like so i hope they really got matter. investments because
0: when they split that 115 million dollars eight ways or whatever it was that's not a ton
1: but I? they had million they had millions of dollars from other jobs too
0: yeah i don't know it's it's
1: because remember they were they were already they already had millions of dollars from prior jobs and so i i believe it you know i believe they have this money and i mean also came a car like i don't think it was a like a two million dollar car
0: i don't really want to know how they got a fancy new car into cuba but you know they've got their ways (laughs)
1: I, I, I wouldn't question these guys doing anything. They 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 parachuted cars <laughs> on no, to, yeah, in, into the into a war zone. Uh,
0: so this is also after, at, at the end of this scene, this is also, and Dom and, and Letty are on their honeymoon. Uh, did we mention that? I think we Yes, did. I did. Um, mm-hmm. This is where we meet the big bad of the, the, of the set here. The big bad of this <sighs> film.
1: Yeah, and I'm... <sighs> I'm so torn. This is the big but bad uh, Cypher played by Charlize Theron, who legitimately does kill it. She is good in she, this movie. So,
0: so I'm going to flat out say right now, Cypher as a character is terrible. I do not understand any of their motivations.
1: Oh, no, no. The motivations, well, the motivations and, for almost any villain in this franchise and, is. And
0: the, and the dialogue that they give this character is maybe it's, 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 Only Hobbes is worse when it comes to dialogue.
1: So I I was going to, the second half of my thought, my thought was I think Charlize Theron is excellent. But but that's the other thing. But that's the other thing. However, she is given the worst writing. Yes.
0: But the only person that could make this at all watchable to me is Charlize Theron. She is interesting to watch on screen, even when she is saying, the dumbest thing you can possibly imagine it's
1: it's because she commits to the bit she sells being this cold calculated villain and i i think she kind of approached it as like hey i'm i'm mostly doing a cartoon and like if you look at it that way i think i think she, she's just, yeah i'm gonna commit there and her, she her, does
0: her performance is the only thing that works it about that oh, i i just
1: over oh, the character okay yeah, for that character um, it's the
0: only thing that works for that character and i'm no i, and I agree I, and weirdly like because it's her doing a really solid performance i don't hate it
1: but i don't like yeah no i i yeah. I, I understand what you mean because she she at one point tries to give some sort of like variation on the the idea that some people just want to watch the world burn kind of thing and you're just like shut up (laughs) yeah um i i yeah so i mean and this is this has been a consistent problem with every villain after three is the the motivations of what they want really especially after four is question mark
0: yeah it doesn't I mean, make we'll, any we'll, sense. We'll get we'll get to to Cypher's major plot in in this at, at some point. Uh, but uh, the 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 key to this movie and the whole sort of arc of this movie is that she shows some something to Dom on a phone. It says, "You're gonna work for me or else." And he's like, "No, ha, huh, lol." And then she shows him the phone. He's like, "What do I do?" I'm oh, sorry. Hang on.
1: What do I do?
0: That's more of a Stallone. But uh,
1: yeah, I was gonna say, that sounds more like Sly. Um, And of course, we're all wondering, and it is a good bait and switch because we all think, oh, it must be Brian and Mia and the kids like that. They're just not going to say it because they bring that up. Actually, they bring this up at one point because, you know. She convinces Dom to go rogue. And actually, I do want to talk about something else right after this, but The. W- the writing in this movie, I, and I know it's the same writer. It's, it's it's still Chris Morgan, but for whatever reason, like he I don't sound I don't like sounding like super negative. But this is this is some of the worst he's done in this franchise. There is a, a great scene where someone says Brian would know what to do. And then he goes, no. And if they had ended the conversation there, it would have been a great Exclamation point. But then she has to explain why they're not going to call Brian. And I'm like, no, you just ruined the scene. See, you 100% ruined the scene. I didn't mind that, actually. Just because... Oh, it, it it set me off. I was so angry at that scene. Because if she had just said no and left it hanging...
0: Yeah, I could see that. I could. It see would that.
1: have been so much better. So I, I want to dial back real quick to talk about Dom as the bad guy. Because... I remember vividly when this trailer came out. And this was around the time that people were getting a little loosey goosey with announcements. And we were hearing, hey, 24, 21 Jump Street and Men in Black might crossover. And I still wanted that to happen. All these wacky things. Huh? I wanted that to happen. Ugh. I wanted to happen so bad. So there were rumors, not super convincing, but compelling rumors that hey, what if, because this is, again, we're we're in the age of, like, surprise drops. I mean, we got so many things that are like, oh, this this is coming up next month. Boom. What if this is low-key a crossover, and that's not Dom, but that's a Terminator? That was a legitimate rumor that was happening when that trailer first came out, because you just see Dom going against the team. The internet is such a wild place. Such a wild place. And I'm I'm watching this movie because I remember the I remember those rumors so vividly, and I'm I'm trying to like you know would would this have worked? And there's so much that would because the way he's acting when he is with Cipher is low key like a robot. Th- this
0: is also that time when uh, I actually think it was a comedy bit on uh, on uh, uh, a movie podcast that's name I can't remember right now because it's been a very very long day, but they wanted they thought the next one should be fast nine like n-e-i-n the german number and it involved no
1: no i i've been a fan i've been a fan of the fast pawns but no 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 but it was but
0: the plot of this movie is they go back in time and race cars against hitler
1: <laughs> you got me back in okay <laughs> yeah. okay yeah yeah okay no no i'm into that <laughs> <laughs> so it's yeah it's stupid but i love it
0: uh speaking of things that are stupid no that's mean i'm being very mean um we we uh of course get uh so so dom he's he's doing some weird soldering and then we go back over to the united states of america to good old hobbs oh my <laughs> favorite character
1: yeah I I, I I i like hobbs but um so we, we get this whole setup where they do a job and dom goes rogue as a result hobbs gets arrested
0: <laughs> oh yeah <'cause laughs> because they because
1: you know, they, they do
0: it they do a job for mr nobody because there's this crazy uh emp device that can right. knock out a city block and cypher we learned that cypher wants dom to steal that and he turns against the team um there's some fun uh there's some in this this first action sequence there's some fun stuff with some wrecking balls and and all of that um i'm glad we're skipping over the whole hobbs soccer team situation um
1: that was great i love that i thought that was fantastic
0: it was it's so like you have to you don't like the you don't like the dragons? No, I like the dragons and I wish that we had seen any dragons soccer. But no, all we saw was Hobbs going like, yeah, go get them. Yeah. Ah, eh, on the sidelines. And I'm I'm not I'm not paying for that. Um,
1: and also you were literally paying just for that.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah. And Tay Tay and all of this stuff. It's just it's it's just it's. It's cheesy. Also, the, it's the dance cheesy. was great. I love the dance. They did a haka. They did a whole haka. Yeah, and I, I'm like, I've never, I don't, I'm, I know the the rock is Hawaiian, but like, I don't know. That's not for me to talk about. Um, I thought it
1: was Samoan.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I thought he. I mean, I know he's Hawaiian,
1: but I, I'm pretty sure he's Samoan. I'm almost positive. I'm, I should probably
0: just go back and erase all of this because uh, it's certainly not looking very good for me. I know he was raised in Hawaii, wasn't he? That's yeah, where I'm born in getting... California,
1: but raised in Hawaii.
0: Okay, at least that's why I said Hawaiian because he was raised in Hawaii. So,
1: but I, I, I could have sworn he was Samoan.
0: I don't know, uh, and I'm not gonna look it up right now because I, Cause want to I thought he,
1: I, I thought he was re- I thought he was like the cousin of Samoa Joe. That's why that's why I was. Um. I, I could be wrong about that, but I'm not going to look up wrestling lineage right now. Yeah. Um. But. But so I, I think one of the cool things about. This movie specifically is so you have the whole team, they Dom betrays them, Hobbs gets arrested and Mr. Nobody pops back in to help break out Hobbs and Shaw. I love Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell, love Kurt Russell is the glue that holds this movie together.
0: He oh, he owns every scene he is in. He makes me so happy whenever he's on screen. But he looks like he it, is having the best time. And I want him, a great time and I want him to have a good time because I respect him.
1: Well, you think about it, an actor of that age, that stature and that uh, legacy he is being paid really good money to have a good time in one of the most popular franchises in the world. He gets to look cool, say cool lines and just sit back and have fun, especially in this movie. His character is training a little nobody and is letting him make all these mistakes and just delighting in it.
0: Yeah, this is. Yeah, we also get introduced to Scott Eastwood's character, uh, Clint Eastwood's son, Scott Eastwood, Uh who they say his name at some point in the movie, and I did not write it down, but he becomes known fairly quickly as little did, nobody did they Say his name. I
1: think they do.
0: I think when he's introduced, they they introduce him.
1: Oh, I, I did not I just I just remember him being little nobody. <laughs>
0: he's little nobody, which is pretty funny. And and when uh, Tej and Roman are making fun of him, that's all kind of a, a fun little little bit.
1: Um, yeah, um, Tej and Roman, who are still somehow a year or so later, several years later, uh, fighting over Ramsey's. Yeah. Imagine that. Um, Yeah. Like like that, that, that was, that that was a weird touch. Um,
0: although Ramsey gets one in the end, but we'll get there. Uh, Well, I'm just going to say at at the, the pinnacle of their fighting at the end of the movie, she's like, either of you actually know my last name and neither of them do. And it's a very funny moment because, uh, I certainly don't know it. So <laughs> 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 anyway, uh, so after this, uh, we have uh, Hobbs has been arrested and he is put in the same facility that that Shaw Deckard Shaw, played by Jason Statham, is in. And Mr. Nobody wants both of them to go after Cypher. Uh, of course. Hobbs wants nothing to do with Shaw because Shaw is a bad guy and he's a criminal. And there will be nothing that Hob- that Shaw could possibly do to redeem himself in front of Hobbs. Nothing at all. Certainly not. Certainly nothing, Miles. Nothing. <laughs> um, and then we have kind of a fir- our first big like our first big street fight of the franchise. Like it's the some some nonsense goes down and Mister Nobody causes everybody's cells to open up, and then uh, Shaw bolts. And Hobbes goes after Shaw and we have in some parts a very fun, very interesting, very cool kind of hand to hand brawl thing.
1: This this movie, oddly enough, as many complaints as I have about this movie, um, I'm, I am going to complain about this movie. I, I, I do want it to be known. I had a very, very good time watching this movie. This is it. This is a dumb, fun popcorn movie. Um, I don't think it's as up to this to the you know the standard of of quality of this movie uh, this this franchise has hit but this this movie does deliver what i complained about last week in that you have at least at two points this film you let jason statham like off the leash and have some very cool street yeah. fights and,
0: and jason statham doing cool street fights is awesome yes the rock doing cool street fights is less awesome because I, I just, I, I, again, this is one of those situations where they, ju- he just has superpowers now. He, th- he's thrown people around like, and again, I know, I know, it's a fun
1: dumb movie, but. Well, also, it's a franchise where Dom has Batman like telepathy powers. <laughs> it's, uh, it's all like.
0: And and I think it's also just because I don't like Hobbes. It's not that I don't like The Rock, I don't like Hobbes. And th- Hobbes and Shaw have these back and forths throughout this move throughout a lot of this movie. And I think their back and forth is really funny in this movie. All one. their back and forths though, are Jason Statham Jason Satham saying something quippy and funny and The Rock saying, I'll beat you up. <laughs> and that's all that's the back and forth. Like imagine I, I said something quippy and funny in a in a British, in a cool British accent, and you're like, oh, but I'll break you in half and that's that's the that's their dynamic and i'm not into but it but i right? will though
1: i will break you in half
0: no you <laughs> won't that uh, gov because uh, oh they got another one for me because this one's you know all the yeah, whatever i don't care i want to move on um
1: no, i will say i will say i will say he does get a couple of 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 moments because like he's like just like you Brits rewriting history huh
0: oh wow the <laughs> um the the the, the most used joke about uh about that's British all either of them do are, are
1: used jokes about americans and brits let's let's not uh now i mean to your credit he does he also says i will beat your ass like a cherokee drum <laughs> <It's> like, which <laughs> this is so great i don't even know um, what that but, no, means
0: the,
1: uh because you beat a drum yeah i, like, I really I, hard I, I
0: get that anyway um but uh, I will say the rock has the dumbest little slide move that turns into one of the most interesting bits of this fight where he does this little slide uh, underneath this railing. And like, how is he going to do that? And they just <laughs> bumps into a, a, a chain length fence and drops to the ground like, oh, OK, that was all right. But uh, yeah, um, I need more Jason Satham. In this movie, I oh I mean, no.
1: I, I I love jason Statham. I, i'm I am a Jason Statham out of the transporter movies. I liked war. I love the crank movies. I like a lot of his martial arts films. i'm I've always appreciated Jason Statham, uh even love it when he fights giant sharks, uh the Med Two down in theaters., um, <laughs> but I, I we I think we do need to pivot uh, because I do think Jason Statham helps kind of save this movie along with the performance of um show us their own one thing that this movie used that i really think they should have rethought was they brought back um elena neves who okay, so, well, is so, a character so, i like
0: sure sure our 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 previously known as hot cop before i learned her
1: name um yeah that says more about you than than previously known as yeah okay um,
0: okay, okay jason says them the rock reusing a line you used three episodes ago um yeah well you keep proving it right i can't <laughs> help it uh, um, anyway we have to say we this is where we finally find out why why uh cypher has dom you
1: know so. yes. yeah it's not that she has a gun pointed at the uh the o'connor family it's that well your 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 old flame elena nevis and her newborn child bum bum, bum. baby Who, toretto uh, she found out she was pregnant apparently as soon as uh letty comes back into the picture i don't which think I'm, that math checks out but that, that math does not check out at all, but the math in, uh, in most of this franchise doesn't check out. <laughs> no, no, no. But at this point, like, Letty's been around for years now.
0: I mean, we don't know how much time is between this movie and the last movie.
1: I, for some reason, I thought there was like a couple years between six and seven. I could be wrong. There might
0: have been. Uh- Again, remember how fast t- Tokyo Drift took place in two thousand three, and then took place in like twenty twenty five. Yeah,
1: no. That, so, and I mean, of course, this has to test the whole the family aspect. Oh, Dom has a kid, so of course he's going to go through you know whatever and, and th- to and, save this kid. And this is after
0: uh, he and Letty have talked about a family in the beginning part of the movie,
1: and right. Um. I got to say I I hate this choice. I really do. Yeah, I'm not a fan. And I'm not a fan. Well, that, not only that, but you also you you completely you completely fridge Elena here. Right. Like, yeah. Well, that happens
0: in a later scene, but it's important to talk no, about. No, but it,
1: it's it's just like there's it's one thing to have a character die and stuff but like they purely this character is only in distress to elicit a response. Out of Dom, and then she is murdered to again elicit response at uh, Dom so and, that, oh,
0: and, and she's also murdered to make sure that Dom and Letty don't have a weird third wheel angle because Letty will just adopt the kid and be stepmom, Letty, and everybody will be happy at the end. Which, spoiler warning, is exactly what happens.
1: But also, I'm, I'm wondering. Because I know there's some points where, like, you know, somebody has the kid, but like, okay, now that now that Elena's dead, who's babysitting? As all this is going on,
0: uh, Tormund Giantsbane is babysitting. He's really good with kids. Oh boy. Um, uh, Tor- I'm, so, I'm, like, I'm I'm talking about Tormund Giantsbane because uh, Christopher Hevju. I don't know how to pronounce his name because uh, it's uh like Norwegian. Um. He was uh, Tormund Giant Spain in Game of Thrones. He's uh, right. He's a very gigantic gentleman that
1: <laughs> like, um, he has nothing to do in this movie.
0: Uh, he has very little to do with this movie, except be shorter than Vin Diesel, which I am not sure uh, how many Apple boxes they needed to make that happen. But. Uh,
1: I actually don't know how tall Vin Diesel is. I don't
0: I don't know that he's super tall. I don't. I don't know. I'm not going to look I, I, it up right I, I, now. I,
1: I, I i am uh, i am a hundred percent gonna look it up uh vin diesel is okay uh you must be right he is 5'11 he is my height
0: uh, hang on christopher heaves you height he's just six feet tall he's just six feet tall
1: so they're okay they're about they're the pretty same there's a one inch difference
0: they're pretty close they're pretty close okay okay side side trek over
1: <laughs> um, it was Game of Thrones that lied to us. <laughs>
0: yeah. Um so now we uh we take the rest of the plot to New York City. Um is this the first time the franchise has been to New York?
1: I think so, yeah. Um which if you if you read the Wikipedia um and you scroll down, there is a a screenshot of New York. And just as new york is one of the exotic locations for the film and if i could think of any any adjective to use for new york city exotic is not what comes to mind uh anyway Um, It it is certainly an iconic location but in a franchise that's gone to abu dhabi and rio de janeiro like I mean, New York is certainly a, a famous city, but also one that you probably famously can't have high speed
0: chases in reliably. Well, the thing about New York City in this movie, Miles, is that it's as much of a character as anybody else. Sure. So that's it's an old, you know, it's a new joke about no. New York and how New York is a character <laughs> in movies.
1: All right. Anyway, no, no, no.
0: I, I, I know, right, but I'm, like, <laughs> I'm moving on because I'm boring myself right now. So. <laughs> Uh, we, uh, one thing I will say that I respect this film for is bringing up the last movies MacGuffin. So yeah, when they are, when, when Dom first betrays them, they're like, well, why don't we just use the God's eye to find him? And so they do. And then they find out, oh, Cypher has a way to counteract the God's eye. And then, oh, well, Tej and Ramsey come out with a way to get around Cypher's hacking. Uh, But and then it turns out, oh, well, that's funny. The location that Dom is apparently in is this building. And then they go and steal God's eye. And now the bad guys have God's eye. And that's a kind of a fun moment. I was okay with that. Um, And I was also I I don't like the God's eye as a plot point either, because I think it's too magical technology like. Oh, you don't you don't have you don't have the God's eye anymore. Well, you have the person that wrote it standing in the room with you. So just have her write it again, I guess. I don't know. They haven't thought about that anyway. Um, Although that would take time and that would also I would I would complain about that, too. So well, because didn't she work with Cypher at some point or I think so? Like,
1: yeah, there there was there was some I think, nonsense, I, think the, yeah. I
0: think in the last movie when Cypher was it was uh was uh introduced it was a hacker collective or something it was like this this like big entity and not just one person but anyway uh but i do i love dom uh playing around with the cameras uh because he weirdly seems to know where every camera is to know how to block himself from the camera uh but
1: this, actually i i think this scene is great it's one of the best scenes in the movie
0: i i agree It's it's it feels like a a good spy movie scene.
1: Yeah, it's got uh, a good parano- a paranoid thriller, kind of like Enemy of the State kind of vibe. And we also get a cameo that I was not expecting.
0: Helen Mirren cameo as Shaw's Ma- mom, as Mama Shaw. <laughs> I thought
1: this was perfect in every way that they they took an amazing actress and made her say the dumbest stuff in Charlize Theron's character cipher. Mama Shaw, phenomenal, and yeah. gets you know just this cool, collected, like boss lady, and just kills it.
0: Loved it, loved it, loved it, loved it. Um, is at this point that we also learn, or Hobbes has learned that Shaw was a was a war hero, was gonna get the highest honor of the British military, and then something happened, and then Shaw looks over, and is like, yeah, like losing a. Uh, Losing an EMP and going to prison for it. Yeah. And suddenly Hobbes is like, Oh, so we are the same. You and I are the same.
1: I get (laughs) it now.
0: I get all of it now, you know, except for the fact that Shaw killed Han. Can we remind ourselves that
1: Shaw killed Han? And this, this movie had a pretty rough, I mean, people have fun with this movie, but people got really angry about that aspect because, I remember the hashtag justice for Han uh, coming out around this movie. And then anytime there was a fast and furious news or something, justice for Han would start trending again um, because I mean, yeah, the dude killed Han. I mean, this, this franchise has a history of like picking up the misfit toys. You know, the, the guys who are the bad guy are now on your team, but I do like the fact that most of the team is still not cool with Shaw because, because I think even, I think Tez says something about he- that he killed Han. Yeah. Um, because I mean, uh, the Hobbs has no real connection to Han. So that, that makes sense.
0: It does. It does make sense. um But the rest of them, you know, I would be rightly angry if, you know, they just were suddenly had to be all buddy buddy with the guy who killed Han. Um, anyway, uh, here, so, so here comes our next big stunt. I'm going to set this up as fast as I can, so then I can start complaining about it. Um, there is a Russian military, there's a Russian ambassador in New York city. This Russian ambassador apparently also has a nuclear football, which is for the uninitiated. One of those suitcases that has the nuclear launch codes in it. One, I don't know why an ambassador has those. And two, I don't understand. <laughs> I don't know why an ambassador has those in the United States. Don't understand that. Um, but. <laughs> um, So all the crew is rolling out in their new cars, uh, including. Little nobody. In a right drive Subaru. He's. He, he. This is the only Japanese car in the movie, except for like an S two thousand in the background of a scene. I. I am mad about that, but you know, because because it's like he's he's not Brian. Don't make him Brian, but he's gonna be effectively bad Brian anyway. uh, But as a result, Cipher. Okay, Miles. Yeah. On the surface, I like this idea. I like this idea yeah, a lot. I do too. And there's one shot in particular that I think l- looks extremely cool and interesting. But Cypher decides to hack the, auto- the automatic drive of a bunch of cars, self-driving cars. That's a cool idea. Yeah. The problem is none of those cars have self-driving capability. New York City taxis <laughs> do not have self-driving tech capability. No, the, no,
1: no. The I, t- mean, I The I,
0: 2004 Honda Odyssey that I mentioned in the intro to this episode does not have self-driving capabilities. <laughs> there are a thousand self-driving cars on the streets of New York in this in this scene, which and is I why just, this
1: movie takes place in like in several years, because this is wishful thinking uh, this just, is like I, Elon Musk, Musk wishes this this many self-driving cars were in New York City.
0: I, 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 and and as a result of that, I, I disliked, I strongly disliked so much of this because it was it just it pushed past the point of credulity. Like I, I have given this I have given these movies props when this stretches it, I, I guess. But it's,
1: I guess- my question for you is, like, especially in a franchise like this, and gone has that has gone where it's gone. What does credulity really matter at this point? Like, I can't, I can't tell p- you I'm how. P- I can p- only p- tell p- you how
0: I react to these things. No, 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 no.
1: I'm not, I'm not picking on you. Because <laughs> I, 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 I know we both have our 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 weird things about what we like and what we don't like. I'm I'm just curious of like, what about this? Is despite looking less cool, any any stupider than when they drive through three towers in Abu Dhabi.
0: Because for some reason, that is just slightly more realistic. It's also, it's it looks not, a lot cooler. It also looks a lot cooler. I will say the one scene that I thought looked really cool is when the limo comes around this corner and like this zombie movie wave of cars comes around the corner behind them. And I was like, okay, that was kind of cool. That was yeah, evocative. It's, it's,
1: it's one of the very few times they let F uh, Gary Gray direct and have some visual panache. Like this is a guy that has he's directed some movies. This dude did Friday, set it off. The negotiator, uh, the Italian job. Uh, he would just come off of uh, Straight, Straight Outta Compton, out Compton, which yeah. which, you know, got award buzz. I think it won Best Original Screenplay. I can't remember. Oh, I can't remember. Um, it, it was at least nominated. Um and he I mean, he's hes also got some movies that haven't been as well received, but I mean, a solid, a solid resume. And they don't really let him show any of his. Style, like he doesn't get to, to flex any of his 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 directing muscles, which is a, a bummer. Um, and. This moment, I'm like, at least he got to do something cool like this. Because it it, this and directing Jason Statham in those action sequences, because like I said, Jason Statham gets to fight in this movie. He looks awesome doing it. And you're reminded, oh, man, Jason Statham's awesome. I should go and watch some Jason Statham movies.
0: We are not even halfway through this movie, Miles. We're not even halfway. Are we
1: not? We still have so much left. Um, I mean, but a lot of it doesn't matter. There's I mean, there's there's, there's some good character stuff. There's there's some them pushing and pulling that that pops you in the Arctic, which.
0: Well, is- hey, before before we get there, we have to set up one thing. At at one point, Dom gets out of his car to go and get to the trapped limousine to, to take the case. And he looks like <laughs> looks like a freaking horror movie
1: character. <laughs> or, or would you say maybe a Terminator? Oh, God. Yes. <laughs> And i'm not being funny yeah, this was a no. legit rumor and that part was in the trailer and when you see that
0: yeah you
1: can't help him being like, you know what there might be some credence to this nonsense yeah
0: yeah okay uh but the rest of the but the rest of this whole deal gets on foot as cypher's watching from the god's eye and you see letty grab the case from dom and go down the go down the street and shaw showing up and Dom just shoots Shaw in the chest twice. He's hob- hobbles over and and you know all all of this other stuff. At which point, Dom still gets the case and and Letty and Dom have this sort of tense moment on the street before he, he before she runs off and uh and and uh, Dom goes off with uh, Giant Bane. and uh, yeah and then we go to freaking Russia. <sighs>
1: Um so I don't know how many people have seen Die Another Day um but this gave me flashbacks to one of the worst James Bond movies ever made <laughs> <laughs> um because we are driving on ice here um and just so you know uh, the laws of physics don't exist uh Ex- something that un- was
0: unless you're in Roman's car in which they very much <laughs> do exist
1: ah uh, well that mm. <laughs> and i have to say we haven't talked about the rest of the team that much uh they're as always amazing and everything that has to do with Tej and roman and all of their little antics is still great doesn't matter how stupid it is they make it fun um luda in a nuclear submarine is uh this is cinema like that that is that is that is cinema this so, is what Scorsese was talking about when he was so, talking about cinema.
0: So, Miles, this is this is a situation where I have to say I, I, the setup for this action sequence. I don't hate. No, I the, I, I, I the, like I,
1: it. it's stupid, but I don't I don't I, the, the I, I Id- very much like it.
0: The idea that there is this secret Russian naval base where they refit submarines and that Cypher wants to get in there and steal the submarine because the submarine has nuclear missiles on it. And then so then, although she doesn't just want to steal the missiles, she wants to fire one,
1: which. Wait, so if the submarine has missiles, do why? you need the nuclear codes to launch
0: from a submarine? Yes, you still need the codes. To still, okay, I, I
1: don't know how this stuff works.
0: I mean, at least that's I mean, that doesn't stretch. I, I assume you just need the codes if
1: they were launching from like a land thing. I, I didn't know you needed it for a submarine.
0: Well, I mean, I'm not even sure that you do need it from a submarine because in in like other movies, it's just two people with keys that they turn at the same time.
1: Right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so okay. It's like I don't uh, know.
0: I don't know, man. They don't know either, so which is
1: fine. I, I, I don't knows. care for, as long as we're having a good time. That's fine. And and I will say, I do. I think this sequence is extremely stupid. Yes. Uh, my Krista was having many problems with the. The ice of it all, and 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 who whose car was subject to the ice and whose wasn't. uh But that said, I, I think this sequence is extremely entertaining. I think it's a very fun sequence. Like it's one of those things where I'm like, yeah, I can pick this apart all day. But did I have fun? Yes. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it, it is. It is. This is. This scene is like the dumbest our, the series has gotten. Thus far, and we have parachuted, we have driven through towers. This is dumber.
0: Yeah, it it is dumber, but it is it is a lot of fun, especially when the submarine actually gets in the water.
1: Um, <sighs> this is just not how ice works.
0: <laughs> Meanwhile, while all of this is going on, uh, the Shaw brothers, both the Shaw brothers, you have uh, uh what's his name? Oh yeah, because Owen is, uh, sh- uh, pops up, Owen Shaw they are using these crazy jetpacks to get to the plane that ciphers on breaking into the plane and then exposing dom's kid to just all sorts of of stuff he's going to need therapy for and kid's a while. not going to
1: remember a single day of all this
0: <laughs> as as uh, uh one shaw goes to the cockpit to to take control of the plane and the other shaw goes to rescue dom's kid because as we learned the parent, uh, what we saw Dom soldering, and how it didn't look like it—it it looked kind of like his necklace, but didn't really look like his necklace the whole time. That's because fake necklace with the tracking chip in it.
1: Booyah! <laughs> Booyah. Um, no, I mean there, there, there are some nice spy games touches here. Like there really are. Like it. I wish I knew, like. I don't know if they they were rushing this movie like after the last one made a billion dollars and Morgan just was trying to struggle with a a script because there's there's a really solid movie here. Like if we chose a a lot of the stuff away and gotten someone to, you know, doctor the dialogue, I think you have a really, really good movie
0: here. I mean, this this movie is 136 minutes. It's over two hours long. And like, as much as I enjoyed the end scene, they could have cut 10 minutes from it and it wouldn't have, you would not have suffered.
1: Um, oh, I mean, you, you could have made a, a like a 110 minute movie and been fine. Yeah. Um, Heck, you could have probably made a hundred minute movie and been. Yeah. Like, uh, I mean, I, I really, I really do think that they could have probably cut this down and I'm usually a fan of the longer ones, but. Uh, also, more Kurt Russell, please. Like,
0: yeah. Well, just, I don't want too much Kurt Russell because he's
1: like, he's excuse just, me, there is no such thing.
0: Oh, oh, well, let me say, I don't, I don't want this movie to taint Kurt Russell. <laughs> I'm worried. I'm worried about my boy. Uh, Kurt, Kurt Russell has survived
1: much worse.
0: He did survive Escape from L.A. Um, um, he's well,
1: first of all, I can't wear on him not a explicit <laughs> podcast um but but eat my butt but uh he he's been to like netflix santa claus movies and i heard, I heard
0: one of those is really good i haven't seen it but uh, it
1: must have been the one i didn't see because i did not like it uh, he was good but but he always is
0: he always is he's kurt russell you 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 cast kurt russell because he is reliable and charming and uh, Okay. So, he's so cool and I mean, amazing yeah i love kurt russell i love kurt russell anyway uh so yeah uh, once once uh the baby is saved by shaw um dom uh kills torment giants bane and then drives his car to the rest of the crew with a superhero landing which was very very fun <laughs> uh, the car gets a superhero landing and a bunch of other stuff happens and they save the day by destroying a submarine using a weapon that a submarine would not have on it, nor would it have a way to fire it in the way that it does. Um, but, you know, I'm forgiving. Um, and and yeah, we end the we end the film uh, in a, a a cool little, uh, cool little penthouse, a uh, little terrace in New York. It's kind of a kind of a cool little place as uh, Shaw is there to. To deliver the baby to Dom. Uh, as and apparently be forgiven for killing Han. Hashtag justice for Han. Um,
1: I still feel like that's that's gonna come back in a future movie. I, I just I feel like it has to. Like you, you, I feel like with fan reaction and I'm not speaking from any any uh, position of knowing anything that happens from here on out because as especially like after Walker's passing I, I know nothing about this franchise other than the movies exist. But I feel like they can't leave that thread dangling, because fans like no matter how how some people felt about uh, Tokyo Drift, like Han, we're not the only one who who think Han's best boy. Like yeah. Yeah. So I feel like we have to we have to answer that question.
0: Um, Yeah. Anyway. Um. So. Important moment in this movie, uh, and and we we sk- skipped over it when when Elena is introducing uh, the baby to Dom. He asks her what his name is, and she says, "I've been calling him Marcus, his middle name, because I thought his father should give him his first name."
1: And at that point, it's a weird line.
0: <laughs> it's a weird line, but at that point, I paused the movie and stated out loud. If that kid's name isn't Brian at the end of this movie, I don't know, man. And uh, he then, of course, uh, Dom introduces uh, Brian Toretto to the rest of the crew. And it's happily ever after. End of film. Except. There's a there's an after credit scene, Miles. Yep. No, there isn't because it got cut. There was a filmed Hobbs and Shaw post-credit scene yeah. to set up their movie, but Vin Diesel forced them to delete it because Vin Diesel wasn't in it and he thought that that was making him <laughs> giving himself a lesser position in the film
1: franchise. And you know man. what? I don't blame him. I don't blame well, then, him. There's so, there's so many things about Vin Diesel that like you hear some things like oh man, he's a good dude and then you hear some things like ah. and it's it's almost like people are complicated. Um Yeah. But I am I am I am very excited to see what happens with that next one, because um, Hobbs and Shaw has two writers. Which might save us from a lot of The Rock's writing. Um, That that is something that makes me uh, extremely excited because this person has written Uh, well, he did. He did wrote Iron Man three and the story for Mission Impossible: Rogue Nation, and uh, wrote and directed Hotel Artemis, which is freaking phenomenal, very underrated film. Uh, so I'm I am very 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 uh curious about Hobson Shaw. Um, but I do want to before we start talking about next week.
0: Let's 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 hold off on that because we we need to sort of wrap up our conversations on Um, on fast on on f8 of the furious
1: so fate of the furious was always going to be weighted down by the fact that this is this is this is always going to be the movie after paul walker passed like that that weight will always be on this one however this movie is not weighed down by the passing of paul walker it's weighed down frankly by i think insecure writing I think that maybe there was a I don't know if there was a rush or or what. Not that the writing is always, you know, you know, been stellar all the time, but it's always been pretty competent. And as you said, pretty credulous. Um, But. This one, I, I don't know if they buckled under the pressure or the, the schedule was too tough or what, but this one really suffers from a lack of of originality and a a lack of, a lack of focus on maybe letting the other characters shine. And, and maybe, maybe this is Vin Diesel and his creative control, but I think making, having too many scenes with, uh, Vin's man pain about the situation he's in, I think hurts the movie. Yeah. And as a result, I think this, like, and again, I have a lot of fun with this movie. It is still highly marked in my ratings on a letterbox, but I will also say, I think my my gut reaction is this is my least favorite of the franchise so
0: far. I, I, I haven't decided which is worse, this or Too Fast, Too Furious.
1: <laughs> too, too fast too for fa- y'all. Come on, I'm setting you up for these. Yeah, but I, I, I'm still I still can't believe that that's even in contention for your bottom. Um, like, it, it I mean, too fast is still in the bottom half, but I still love that movie. And again, I have loved all of these movies. Um, so eight fast, eight furious, eight fast for y'all. I, I think. Yeah, I, I think this movie just it, it just suffers. And it's it's unfortunate because you have an excellent actress as the villain. In um Shall we on, you again have the very charismatic Jason Statham, who at least gets to do more. And honestly, his stuff is probably the best in the movie. Um, and then you have the team, and the team are always good, they're always solid. And I think maybe we should switch focus on Dom and his claim of love for family and and focus on the family. Yeah, not the Christian group from the 90s. Um, but but the actual.
0: And I and, and like, I and I agree they were comic relief in a way in this film in a way that they haven't been so far um, because like Dom might have a good plan or whatever, but it's not like he's Superman like you all know how he works. He's not like a hyper genius. He's just it's, it's I, it, there's so much. About I mean, before it was when he's Batman. Yeah, there's so <laughs> much about this film that bothers me so much uh, again. I know. And we've had this conversation. Yeah. Hey, remember when this, uh, when this frail franchise is about people racing cars? Yes, I do. In fact, remember that because that was just a couple of months for me and not 20 years of these movies.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And that's, that's the thing is like when people say that, Hey, remember this? I'm like, yeah, but again, like that. And even that part was over like the course of like six years. Um, um, and, I mean, even, and, and it's cool. This franchise has gone places. They progressively,
0: <laughs> a lot of that they progressively built up little by little, to where it it still made some kind of sense. But this just doesn't. It doesn't make sense, and it's and for a a film franchise that has has stre- has uh, uh, stretched credulity super thin from almost its very inception. This just breaks it, and it drives me crazy. And I I I. Outside of a few specific things, I did not enjoy it. Um,
1: yeah, I, 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 I certainly still had fun with the movie. I, th- I think it's a fun movie. Like, it, I'm not saying it's a good movie. I'm saying it's a fun movie. And, and I, like some, of my, some of my fast friends have always said like, this, this franchise has highs and lows. But I have always enjoyed the lows. And, and I'm, I'm still in that spot. I, this is not one that I loved. And, and there, there are moments that I was like, Oh, this is rough, but there's still enough here that I really enjoyed. And then again, Helen Mirren popping up. I mean, the, the endorphin spike that that cameo gives is just unbeatable. Um, and, the, and, the, and knowing she's coming doesn't even beat like, doesn't even like ruin it. Like it's, it's just phenomenal. Um and, and, saves the movie. And also, Drew, we don't know anything because this movie made 1.236 billion dollars. And that's what I was gonna say. (laughs) We don't know
0: anything because again, this film had a budget of somewhere between two 250 to 270 million, made 1.236 billion dollars, which is slightly down in comparison to Seven's 1.5
1: billion dollars. Which which is understandable.
0: Yeah. Um, So that
1: because I mean, this is the first to not feature Paul Walker and, you know, everything about that movie from the 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 at the time trilogy coming to an end to the passing of Paul Walker to everything like all the stars aligned for attention on Furious seven. And that's and we, and not we, the case and here.
0: We also talked about Furious seven being kind of the Avengers Infinity War moment of this franchise where it seemed like it wrapped a lot of things up. Uh, right. Obviously, it didn't. And it opened some new wounds and some new things and all of that. But. Uh,
1: but yeah, but, and again, I mean, it, it didn't do as well as the last one, but it still made one point two, three, six million dollars. Let's not like <laughs> I this, this was like, you know, uh, the flash. <laughs>
0: Yeah, that's true. Well, uh, so let's let's wrap up our conversation on the fate of the furious and talk about next week. So the thing about big film franchises is at some point yes. you you have all of these 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 movies, but now you want to start a little, you want to maybe take some of these characters, take some of these these other relationships, take some of these things and and kind of do a little a little spin that kind of jumps off of this franchise. You uh, sometimes we call that. A spinoff and in this case oh wait till you hear it Tony Toretto Dominic Toretto's cousin is recruited by a government agency together with his friends to infiltrate an elite racing league serving as a front for a criminal organization called Shifter that is bent on world domination fast and furious spy racers on Netflix
1: wait are we not All doing right. that one are we not doing <laughs> that one I mean, we we can. I didn't think you'd want to.
0: Yeah. How many how, how many seasons do you know? How many seasons the show has, Miles? There are six seasons are six of that show. So I do know Six seasons of Spy Racers.
1: But, o- but there are six Netflix seasons, so there's only 52 episodes.
0: Okay. True. True. But uh, yeah, I only know the show existed because uh, my kids got a Spy Racers like happy meal at I want to say maybe Popeyes a few years ago, and. Uh, <laughs> popeyes yeah otherwise that's I, wild i would never have heard of this because i have never seen this on on netflix so, i've never seen it advertised
1: what's the, <laughs> what, the what the best part of that about this, this 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 cartoon is that vin diesel does voice uh dom who uh recommends tony to mrs nowhere miss nowhere, who is yeah. voiced by angelica schuyler from hamilton
0: <laughs> well, she's in Netflix's stable because of uh uh that uh that show with uh what's his name? Um yeah. Uh d- uh Vin Diesel's daughter actually has a small role in the show as well as the little sister of a character. Um which is interesting. But no, we're we're skipping spy racers. We're not doing spy racers. <laughs> um I I part of me is like should i check out his fire racers episode but i just don't want I mean, to
1: i'm not gonna lie i might watch an episode just to see what it is is, I, is it animated or is it cgi it's, animation? CG,
0: it's cg animated i believe um let me see yeah. the the production company um
1: yeah i'd be i'd be yeah it's cgi animation yeah,
0: it's it's executive producers include a bunch of people from dreamworks um i'm not sure which makes sense yeah i'm not sure if it's if it is a DreamWorks Animation setup, but it's certainly related to it.
1: Um Well, DreamWorks Animation did announce it, so I, I guess they were somewhat involved, and it got seemed to get decent enough reviews for I mean, what it, it, the it, kind of show it was. It
0: has an eighty-three percent approval rating on on uh, Rotten Tomatoes, but it apparently is only based on six reviews. So again somebody has to be watching it for it to have 52 episodes Yeah, i'm,
1: I'm looking at the images like it's not it doesn't look bad it, i mean i don't know if it's for me but like I, i'll definitely like you know watch an episode or two to check it out but drew this 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 joke lasted way too long what are we doing next week <laughs> we
0: are t- talking about
1: the spin-off hobbs and shaw uh
0: a fast and furious or fast and furious presents hobbs and shaw which
1: um, i've heard some people uh call call this movie and and um an unofficial common writer movie
0: <laughs> yeah well, it, the only thing I know about this is that Idris Elba gets actual superpowers in this film or something or he's got a suit that makes it seem like he does so uh, yeah
1: I mean it, I've never seen the trailers and it looked pretty cool so
0: Again, I I remember seeing the trailers and I completely wrote it off because I didn't have any interest in this franchise. And so why would I watch the spinoff when I haven't seen anything else from it? Um, Box office, because we have have been doing this budget of 200 million box office, 760 million respectable.
1: Yeah, for a spinoff movie, that's pretty respectable. I would say
0: that's respectable, but I want to bet that when it came out because it came out in 2019, I'm going to guess that was maybe not where it needed to be, but We'll see. Um, so I'm closing this tab because I don't want any spoilers about it. Um and yeah, For sure.
1: Um, and this will this will be the uh have another WWE presence in this movie. And I do know this because I saw I remember the trailer, and I think maybe it's not Samojo, maybe it's this guy that's cousin. Uh Roman Reigns uh is in this movie. And um I'm very curious about this because I remember the the trailer and I, I just I need to know where this ride goes. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, there we go, and that's gonna do it for this episode, gang. If you would like to reach out to us, you can find us at themoreynerd.com. You can tweet to us at themoreynerd or x.com at themoreynerd, whatever, whatever Elon. Well, you can
1: you can tweet to us.
0: Yeah. I'm I'm gonna call it I'm gonna I, to call it Twitter. I'll get around and
1: to, to, to to getting our blue sky off the ground.
0: <laughs> yeah, we still haven't done anything on Blue Sky. We have some followers there for following people, but uh haven't it, it, said it's anything. People,
1: it, it's it's our friends and people I've given invite codes to. <laughs> yeah. TV
0: Stravis is on there. Go say hey to TV Stravis. <laughs> Uh, and,
1: uh, uh, and you can go to facebook.com slash the
0: more you nerd. If you would like to get in contact with us directly, you can email us the more you nerd at gmail.com. That's the more you nerd at gmail.com. And with that said, we bring this show to an end as we always do with a rousing
1: Ner- nerd out, out. out. to nerd for y'all.